Well, hello and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And I'm so excited to have you join me again as we continue to walk devotionally through the New Testament, just looking at each chapter, one section of each chapter, little by little, and and thinking a little bit more deeply about uh, what we're reading in the scripture. Today, we find ourselves in Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. And the story that I want to look at is the the story of the Syrophoenician woman. And this begins in in Mark 7 verse 24. And so let's let's jump in. Let's uh, open up to the, the scripture and let's just begin to, to read through this and, and to talk through this a little bit. And so the text begins, and you see that it says, And from there he, Jesus, arose, and he went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. He, he cannot be hidden. See, Jesus' ministry is growing. His, his fame, his renown, the reality that people know that he is around there and that he is healing the sick and he is healing the blind and he is casting out demons. All of this is causing people to look for Jesus, to seek out Jesus, to try and, and to find Jesus. And so the story continues. It says, But immediately... A woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast to, excuse me, to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. Now this is um this is the kind of story that, that moves your heart. You have a mom seeking out Jesus, concerned for her daughter. She's, she has a daughter who is, who is t- possessed by a demon. So she comes to Jesus begging him. She says, Jesus, I know that you can do this. And this is not the, uh, this is not the heartfelt expression that we would expect from Jesus in this moment. Um, Jesus' response is, is he sees that she is not Jewish. He sees that she is she is a Gentile, and Jesus is he's focused on his mission here in this moment. Notice what he says. He says that let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now the term here for dogs, Jesus uses is not the, the derogative term. That's not the idea here. But Jesus here he's saying let the children be fed first. He says I am on a mission. Now, I am on a mission, and my mission begins with the nation of Israel. Now, I want us to see here that there's a hint. There's a hint of, of God's greater plan. Because, because Jesus doesn't say, let the children be fed only. He says, let the children be fed first. Jesus recognizes that he is going first to the Jewish people because God is choosing to work through the Jewish people to bring about salvation. And, and Jesus is going to be rejected by the Jews. Jesus, he, he's going to be rejected by the Jews. You see, this is interesting because Mark, much of his uh, aim at writing this gospel is he is likely writing to Gentile people in Rome after Jesus' death and resurrection and, and then ascension. And, and so he's writing to believers, Gentile believers likely that face persecution, face difficulty. And in, in, even in his writing, he says, Jesus is coming first to the Gentiles, then or excuse me, first to the Jews, then to the Gentiles. 
This is that recognition of Jesus. He is on a mission and his mission is going to be expanded to include all people. But at this point, Jesus, he, he is on this mission. Well, let's continue. Let's see how she responds. It says, but she answered him, yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, for this statement, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. What is it that changes here? Jesus, he says, I'm, I'm on a mission. I, I, I've got a, I'm, I'm focused on going to the Jewish people because I need to go to them and, and, and be rejected by them. But what is it that changes? It, it's her faith. Her response is a response of incredible humility and incredible faith. We've seen this before with the Gentiles who respond in faith to Jesus. Look at what Mark is writing to the likely Gentile recipients of this gospel letter or of this gospel story. He, he, he is showing a Gentile that even though Jesus was focused on his mission to go and, and be the, the king of the Jews, we saw that in Matthew, but ultimately to be rejected by the Jews. And we see this glimmer of hope for you and I, for, for Gentiles who come to Jesus in humility and who come to Jesus in faith. I love this about Jesus. Jesus is about the mission. Guys, men, most of us, we, we are wired for mission. We think about our job, the task at hand. We, we see secondary things and we say, you know what? This is not my primary mission right now. I need to be focused on my mission. And yet in Jesus, who is focused on the greatest mission ever, we see him, we see him respond to faith. And the humility, we see him respond to a secondary task in that moment. And it's a response that that is really a response for us. Remembering that most of us, we come to Jesus and we are not ethnically Jewish. We come to Jesus because, because he gives the scraps to us, right? Ultimately, though, the, the gospel is spread to all of us. And, and, and our response, our approach to Jesus, we've seen this before. Once again, it's a response of faith and a response of humility. And so I want, to, I want to consider together, what does it look like to respond to Jesus with faith? First of all, it means that we respond to him knowing that he can, he, he can do whatever, whatever it is that, that he wants to do. That we can respond to him knowing that he is the one who saved us through his death and resurrection. He is sovereign over the nations, that he rules and reigns supreme. This is that moment where we, like this woman, we look beyond our circumstance. We look beyond whatever barriers we might see and we say, Jesus, we, we have faith that, that he is the perfect sinless son of God, the savior and the king. But then also we, we respond to him with humility. We recognize our place before him. He calls us brother. He calls us friend. We are included in the inheritance and yet he is the king. And so we should respond to him with the same humility. These, these themes, they're, they're very much repeated in the scripture. These are themes that we never graduate from. Listen, we never graduate. Say, oh yeah, I've learned the lesson of faith. I can move on. I've learned the lesson of humility. I can move on. No, we are reminded today. We never graduate from these. And so today, the ancient, the ancient way for our modern day is to return again to a, to a humble faith, a faith that trusts Jesus, 
a faith that looks to Jesus, a faith that recognizes we don't deserve much at all, and yet we rejoice knowing how much we've been given in Christ. We'll see you again next week as we continue our our walk through the New Testament in ancient ways for modern days.